1: Welcome to Talking Flutes. Now, my friends and family know that I'm an early adopter of gadgets and any new technology that's around. Not quite as early as my co-presenter, Jean-Paul Wright, but not too far behind. So I was very excited to learn about a new app called PlayScore 2, where, put simply, you can take a photo of your sheet music and instantly hear it played back. And I'm very happy to chat today to PlayScore's creator, Anthony Wilkes. Hello, Anthony.
0: Hello, Claire. Nice, Nice to meet you and lovely to be on your show.
1: It's a great pleasure for us too. Now, this is an incredible piece of software with benefits for players and teachers alike. But maybe you could start by telling us how this all started.
0: Well, it goes back a long way. I'm a musician. I trained a long time ago as a musician, and I. but I've worked for most of my life as a sort of technical entrepreneur. I've always been interested in notations, notation, mathematical notation, physics, and of course, music. And around the middle of the 2000s, let's say 2005, I started to think that computers were beginning to be up to uh, reading musical notation optically. This is is quite a difficult thing for for a computer to do. It's it's essentially computer vision. We take our own sense of sight so much for granted. It is, in fact, a miraculous faculty, and computers are, are nowhere close to the ability of human vision. So getting a computer to read music in all its enormous variety is quite a challenge. I worked on this for a little less than a decade before it was ready to meet the outside world. My original ideas were that along the lines of uh, translating the world's music libraries, just as Google was doing with text at the time, and also use on the internet. Uh, of course, apps didn't exist then. So at that point, we, we sold the technology to various publishers and, and creators of other applications. When apps came along, the, the opportunities seemed wonderful. Imagine an app, where you can just take a picture and hear a piece of music, commit to everybody's sight reading. And so an app that could do that seemed wonderful. And so that's how it all started.
1: Wow, okay. So it's been a long time in the making. Talk us through about how they would go about creating their first bit of music.
0: When you download the app, uh, you see a screen with a number of pieces of music which we've, we've put in there uh, originally. May, there are many apps that uh, that you can buy, teaching the piano and other things like that which come with with uh, what we call cooked music music that's all ready to play and, and many many of these apps might give you quite a large library but it's not any piece of music you can see and perhaps very likely not the actual piece of music you want so playscore is a little different in that respect in that you can listen to and scan any piece of the music uh, within reason and i'll come to that We've scanned in a few pieces for people to try out immediately. But as soon as you open the app, you'll see a camera button. And if you press the camera button, you'll already take a picture of a piece of sheet music. You need to take a good picture. The uh, page should be nice and flat, and um, you should photograph it from the center and get a nice square picture. But if you take care with it and have lots of light, it should play right back to you. It's very, very fast. Uh, You won't notice the time it takes to process. Uh, and it plays it straight back. So that's how you start with the app.
1: Yes, and I must say that I I downloaded the app, Anthony, and I did exactly that, and I took took the picture. I also took a picture of a piece of music that wasn't so flat, and they, they both came out okay actually, and it played back instantly.
0: Yes, well, that should happen indeed. Well, now, when you've downloaded the app, and you've got the free version. There's, there's quite a lot you can do. You can photograph a piece of solo music, a flute part, for example, uh, or a piece of piano music. But if you want more staves per system, let's say an accompanied flute piece or a song, then you have to buy a subscription, which you can do by pressing the store button uh, in the app. Prices vary according to where you are in, in the world. Once you've bought a subscription, you can, there is no limit on the number of staves per system that, uh, in theory, that you can, um, you can scan, although it's difficult to capture a, a large orchestral score with a camera. To do that, you would need to download a PDF from IMSLP. So the things you can do are you, you can photograph pieces. If you have a choral piece, let's say, or an ensemble piece, you can take a photo of it, take a series of photos, and that will produce a single document. That's now your record of the piece. You'll see that uh, on the document screen, and tap on it, and then it'll open in the play screen where you can play it.
1: So it sounds well, and I found it. It found it very easy to get started. So there are there are lots of other things that can be done once you've got your your music on the app. If you are, for let's say, for example, if you were a, if you ran a flute choir you could scan the score and maybe send individual parts to players, can that work?
0: Yes, indeed. One of uh, the groups of people that use our app a lot is is, um, choral societies and uh, ensemble singing and of course the same applies to to flute choirs or uh, massed cellos, which is my instrument. Once you've got the the score into PlayScore, you can um, go to a screen where you can select the relative volumes of the parts so you can have perhaps your own part standing out against the others or entirely on its own. And once you've done that, you can send that result, that document to other people and they'll see exactly what you see. They won't need a subscription, even if you needed a subscription to scan it, they won't need a subscription. They can Anybody can play back without a subscription. So you need one subscription per choir or per flute choir. And the leader scan the score and then they can all practice their parts.
1: OK, there's one sort of area that we, we need to talk about, because what about copyright? Because it could be open to abuse with copyright, couldn't it?
0: Yes, it's it's like photocopying music. You, uh, you could do it as long as you bought the music. So if a choral society, if it's in in copyright music, if they bought the music, then then it's reasonable for them to do this. If it's in copyright, then uh, it's it's probably not legal. I'm not a lawyer and I can't give legal advice, but it's probably not legal to, to photocopy it and give it to somebody else. This is an area which is... is is perhaps not, not completely cut and dried. Certainly, a lot of people use PlayScore and uh, PC systems like PlayScore to play music they own, always out of copyright. And that seems to be enough for most people.
1: Yes, now there, there are lots of sites for those people listening today that where you can get music onto your app or your tablet which are out of copyright but I think what we're saying is that if you if you're a flute choir and you've bought the the score and the parts and you're going to use it sending individual parts to other members is absolutely fine but it wouldn't be fine if you bought one piece of music and shared it with 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 other people because that's that's like that's a a breach of copyright so I think we all have to take responsibility and be very careful about about that side of things.
0: Yes, I'm glad you asked me about that. It would be exactly as if you'd photocopied a piece of music and sent it to someone who hadn't bought it. That would be a breach of copyright.
1: Yeah. This is a... It's such a good app to quickly hear how a piece sounds. I wondered what happens if if you were wanted to play... I photographed a score of a, a flute and piano piece, and then I muted the flute part, which is a very clever thing that you can do on this app. And then you've got the accompaniment. So it can be a very good-
0: You you can do that. Yes, lots, lots of people use PlayScore for accompaniment. In fact, in our last uptake, the most highly requested feature was a counting facility so that you can start the app going and it will count you in uh, just like a metronome, but with uh, the right beats stressed for the time signature, uh, the number of bars which uh, you need to uh, put the uh, app down and pick up your instrument. It's certainly used uh, for accompaniment a great deal.
1: And you can also change, I thought it was very clever, you can change the tempo and it still stays at the same pitch.
0: Uh, yes, yes, it, it's, that's because it's not It's not like a recording. It's it's reading the music just as you or I would on the piano and we can change the, the tempo as we play uh, and and so can the app. You can do it while it's playing back. It's, there's a slider right there and you can move it backwards and forwards and that's ever so useful because you can play difficult passages slowly. And indeed, by dragging your finger across the screen, you can make a little loop of, say, a couple of bars with some tricky figuration you want to practice and play it slowly or fast, very slowly, if you want to, over and over again while you practice it. And, of course, the same goes for the accompaniment. You can have the accompaniment very slow, but slow practice. And we all know how valuable that is.
1: Absolutely. And I thought that was ingenious, that particular feature of the the app that you could just take out a small section and slow it right down, so you can really hear what's going on. And certainly for instrumentalists, this is very important because you can actually hear your accompaniment part, your piano part, or whoever you're playing with, which means that you get to understand the music much better. Up to now, we've always been limited by just hearing our own single line and looking at a score, but not necessarily hearing it. So. It's, it's ingenious, this bit.
0: Yes, that's that's a lovely thing to be able to do. I, I play a lot of string quartets. It's lovely to be able to select just the inner parts and hear just how they should dovetail and analyse the chords, go slowly, go go backwards, tap anywhere in the score. All this is a terrific uh, way to really get in, into the music.
1: One thing we should say, that the actual instrumental sounds, I listened to a few different instruments, it... They're not the best because they're sort of digital sounds. Can you, if you were to download it into a a different music software like Sibelius to do alterations, could you adjust the sounds then?
0: Well, you could, you would have the same sounds as Sibelius has. We think the flute is quite good in uh, in PlaceCore, although of course it's nothing like a player. But of course the computer can't have the anything like the depth of a of a real player. But certainly you can export, and this is the whole topic. You once you've taken a photograph of your music or downloaded something from IMSLP or another music site and put it through PlaceCore, you can then export it in Music XML, which is the sort of lingua franca of a music for computers, and you can export it into Sibelius or or Dorico, which I use a lot now, and and then it'll look on the page just as it looked in, in your photograph. You can play it back with whatever sounds that that particular application has. So if you feel a particular score writer like Cervélius has better sounds than um, play score for a particular instrument, then you can take advantage of that.
1: Yes, I suppose... The only thing that I sort of noticed when I was playing back through play score is that the, the vibrato on the flute is quite heavy. Is there any chance of reducing it?
0: We major on the ability to sight-read music and get it into a computer. We find particularly on the violin that you one violin isn't enough. There are many different violins and the same of course is true of a flute. There are many flutes, um, many sorts of vibrato. And we'd love to discuss that that particular issue.
1: Yeah I mean I was just thinking if it was a slightly smaller wave it would become a little bit more natural
0: do you think so yes yeah. well uh, communicate that to the to the the, the people that that produce the uh, the sounds
1: excellent now I'm really keen to see other areas that might you might be able to develop because I listen to on the app Debussy Syrinx which is solo flute and one of the drawbacks is that you can't get any of the breath. So, is there? Do you think there might be something in the future where the software might recognise a printed breath mark?
0: We work all the time on making the optical recognition in PlayScore um, and the library we, we sell generally to the music industry better. We're doing this all the time. If one considers all the the special things that each instrument has. I mean, instruments have breath marks, bowing marks, there are special things for bagpipes. There there are a huge number of of details. Uh, We're working our way through it. I can't give you a specific uh, date on the breath marks, but uh, be assured it's on our list.
1: I think anyone listening today, I would absolutely recommend that you go out and get this app downloaded on your mobile to give it a go, but be aware of the things that it can't do which is, so, okay, the breath marks. so if you listen to Debussy Syrinx, it's a continuous playthrough of syrinx. It also can't recognise, at the moment, change of tempo markings, whether it's going to slow down or speed up. So it's, it's like playing almost with the click track, I suppose. So as long as you understand that, then there are lots of other very important benefits from it, which is to be able to listen to maybe a new piece of music, and just have an idea of how it goes. And if you don't have access to an accompanist, that you can create your own sort of music minus one and and play along so you know exactly what's going to happen.
0: Yes. Well, let me give you a little bit more depth on this uh, cellarando and uh, and all these markings. Uh, In our last release, a place called Now uh, Reads text. So you have to switch it on in the control panel. But if, uh, if you switch it on, it will read text. And if you export it to Dorico or Sibelius, the text will come along with it, uh, including the uh, crescendos, which, uh, the accelerandos and other things, uh, tempo markings and so on. And you'll find that Dorico or Sibelius will pick many of them up. We, at the moment, the app just simply places the text in the music XML, so it's transferred to the music. We will be acting on those instructions, so uh, you you should get the accelerandos and many other written instructions that are given in text. At the moment, the app will uh, respond to dynamics, uh, hairpins, uh, fermata, ottava, uh, tremolo, tremolo, tremolando, uh, and all, um, all sorts of articulation and trills and ornaments, but not uh, instructions that are written in in the text. But that's coming.
1: Well, it all sounds excellent, Anthony. So I'm very excited about these new developments because it suddenly becomes an even more useful application that,
0: that musicians can use. Well, we hope so. Certainly it's getting more and more popular. We get a, a good response now, with our, especially with our latest version. A wide range of people use it to try and explain what the limitations might be. We've, we've touched on the symbols and directions in the text. There are some details... Connected with transposing instruments, of course, the flute isn't a transposing instrument, but of course the alto flute is. In uh, PlayScore, if you want to, um, as you've got a B flat clarinet accompanied on the piano, to do that, PlayScore can do that, but you must switch on the little button which says "auto transpose." That tells PlayScore to to expect a transposing one or more transposing instruments, and then it'll play everything correctly and apply the the, the correct transposition. To get into even more detail there are special issues which apply to transposing brass. Now perhaps this isn't a great interest on a a flute channel but if you do want to take a a, I don't know a um, horn concerto let's say and and scan that then it's a good thing to read the help on transposing instruments beforehand.
1: Yeah now I also did some investigation online and there are lots of of good tutorials that you can watch on YouTube, which are well worth looking at because it makes things much, much clearer. I have to say that I, down- I downloaded the app and used it first without reading. I thought it'd be best not to read anything too much about it, just to see if I could use it. And it was very easy to use, very intuitive and worked straight away. But in order to develop your skills, I would certainly recommend you go and watch the tutorials that are available through PlayScore and, and, as I said, on YouTube.
0: Yes, there there are lots there made by us and by other people, uh, some excellent ones. I'm the same as you, Claire. I I don't always read the documentation beforehand. I'm usually too excited to dive into the the app. Um, And many people don't, don't ever read the documentation. So it is vital to make an app easy to use. We thought one of the most important things was to put a camera on the screen immediately so that so that you could start the app and immediately press the camera button and, and just hear the music play. That, that makes a good start.
1: Yeah, and, and also because everything's on your mobile, the fact that you can take your music with you for use in schools and colleges and for going for your lessons the private lessons I mean the the, the benefits are huge
0: yes and you can keep a lot of music on, on on the app you can download I've got lots of string quartets on my play score and they'll um, stay there quite comfortably they don't take a great deal of space and you can just dive in and they're all, all pre-scanned you can just dive in and, and hear anything so education, yes, very very useful in education. We're still learning all the different educational uses. We we hear from an increasing number of teachers and, and students.
1: No, I'm sure you do. I, I forgot to ask something earlier. What about page turns?
0: Well, in a, there's, a, there's a category of app known as a music reader. Uh, things like Fourscore. These are apps where you photograph music and it shows you the music. It doesn't play it. You're a reader. You're, you're the reader in a music reader. Uh, but they're just for displaying music, and they need a way of turning the pages. But PlayScore, uh, the whole point is that it plays the music, and so, of course, it scrolls through as it's doing it, and it keeps you roughly in the middle of the music while you're playing, so you don't have to think about turning pages. If you're, for example, playing to an accompaniment, score will happily play the accompaniment, keep your line in the middle for you to, you to play from, but you can always just drag up the screen and see some other parts of the score and uh, play score and let you look at it for a little bit and then gently take you back to where it's playing.
1: OK, well, actually it's I found it very, very exciting. Thank you for giving us all the information. I must say I was very excited to use it and I would encourage everyone listening to go and have a look at the app. It's fascinating and very, it's wonderful to put your music on your phone and have it play to you. So. Many, many thanks, Anthony. I wish you every success with it and I'm sure you'll you will have it. Well
0: thank you very much, Claire. It's very it's great to have your, your endorsement and I certainly hope your listeners um, have some fun with the app. As you say, they can download it quite for free and, and try it on piano Music and, and see how they get on with it.
1: Thanks, Anthony. It was really good to talk to you.
0: Lovely to talk to you, Claire. Bye-bye. Bye.